This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast, the Todd Berry Podcast. A live podcast. Not right now, it's not live, but what you're about to hear is live from San Francisco Sketch Fest, which is a really fun festival. It's, uh, I think it keeps getting better and better. Or maybe it's just as good as it always was, but it sounds cool to say something's getting better and better. But it was great, and it was fun. Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall was on. Um, Maggie May, really funny Austin comic. And it's a good time. The audience was pretty good. But uh, I've got some shows coming up. Yeah, Charleston Comedy Festival, January 23rd. Baltimore the 28th, Vancouver the February 25th through 27th, then I've got Ithaca in March and Albany in March, and there's going to be a lot of other uh, dates added. Oh, Sasquatch Festival in George, Washington at the Gorge. Uh, the Cure are going to be there. <clears throat> you ever want to see The Cure and me at the same venue at approximately the same time? This is your chance. Todd Berry t-shirts, not my t-shirts, Todd Berry podcast t-shirts. Maybe someday I'll have Todd Berry t-shirts. Anyway, Todd Berry podcast t-shirts at teespring, T-E-E-Spring.com slash Todd Berry. Check them out. It might say something like this campaign ends and we need to sell this amount. Don't worry about that. Just order one. It'll be fine. Let's see, what else? Oh, the crowd work special on Netflix. You're tired of hearing about that. Feral Audio brings you this podcast and many others, so check them out. They have an Amazon link on their page if you want to order stuff for next Christmas. Uh, a cut of the money will go to supporting the podcasters, not me. I don't care. I'm in it for the love, for the passion. Here live from San Francisco, Dave Foley and Maggie May. That's not uh, the way you do it. <laughs> you gotta like, who's the guy walking on stage? I was all excited about the big rock star walk on, no intro. I was like, oh. What's that? I'm in charge of what I... You don't call the shots, I do. What's in the bag? Fucking unbelievable. Like, I wasn't going to get to what's in the bag. <laughs> Who said what's in the bag? That was me. That you? Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure who I know not to give what's in the bag to. <laughs> so anyone who didn't yell, what's in the bag is still in the running for what's in the bag, but... They're not. 
Yeah. <laughs> now let's get back to you not applauding enough for me. <laughs> Seriously, no, that was weird, I thought. I mean, it's not completely full, but what the fuck? <laughs> you guys gotta do what you gotta do. And you didn't do it. Sorry you couldn't get into Harmontown. <laughs> is this spillover? Is that what this is? That's insecure. These are my fans. This is exciting, a live podcast, huh? Sir? Yeah. Hot Snakes, what does that mean? It's a band. It's a band. Your band? No. Whose band? Uh, some guys from San Diego. Some guys from San Diego. Friends of yours? Nope. Holy shit. <laughs> That's something you don't see very often. Anytime I see a guy with a shirt with a band and I've never heard of the band, it's, a, it's my friend's band. <laughs> this guy's just a real Hot Snakes fan. Man, I'm just thinking about their album sales after being mentioned on this podcast. Man. Someone's going to leak it to him. You probably will. You'll tweet it to him. They're like, hey, uh, Hot Snakes. <laughs> You might want to listen to the Todd Berry podcast. <laughs> At least the first five minutes. After he doesn't get the applause he deserves. Just, you can fast forward, and when you hear applause, then you can start off again. Good band, huh? Yeah, they're good. What kind of music? Uh, they're uh, post-punk. Post-punk. <laughs> Holy hardcore. shit, like the buzz, hardcore. Can't be both those. This guy doesn't know his music. Post-punk and hardcore, man. It's one or the other, my friend. Fucking this guy does not know anything about rock music. What's your deal, sir? Yeah, I'm gonna do some crowd work. Oh, you're laughing. I might as well fucking know. I'm kill some time, you know. In town with my wife. Uh, in From where? Uh, San Jose. Holy shit. In town? <laughs> From San Jose? <laughs> Which hotel are you at? <laughs> in town. Even I, even I, I'm not from around here. I know it's a fucking bullshit thing. You know, we're, we're in town from San Jose. Was, we weren't in town, but then we got in the car for 20 minutes. And suddenly we were in town. <laughs> Well, thank you for making the trip. For you? This guy's like, hey, he's like, I'm starting to regret it. I'm coming here, I'm sitting here, I'm being nice. I can get an attitude from you. I apologize, sir. What's your job? Uh, I'm a product manager in technology. Okay. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> if I didn't have guests on the show, I could explore that. Take a couple hours to get something funny out of that. What product do you, do you manage? Uh, I work on uh, eBay.com. eBay.com. <laughs> I think eBay is pretty. Much, it's pretty much in the vocabulary now. eBay.com. Wait. They have a website now. Because I used to go to the eBay stores all the time. And I, just, like, I could just stay home and bounce. Wow, I'm glad I asked him that follow-up question. Anyway. 
crushed. Can you hook me up with any perks or anything? No. No. Nah, this guy's like, not anymore. I can't. Guy could give me some secret code. I can bid after the deadline. He's like, nope. Didn't like we said about hot snakes. They're fucking post-punk and hardcore. You think they can't do it, they can't. Does anyone drink coffee here? Do you grind your own, sir? Yes. Do you really? Yeah. All right, here you go. <laughs> I went to this coffee shop, and because I'm famous, they gave me three bags of coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Look at that. I didn't think, I almost didn't bring, look at that. This guy's happy. I had to smooth things over. What kind did I give you, like an espresso? Do you, have an, do you need an espresso machine for that? Because that's not in the back. It is. <laughs> Espresso, yes. Can you make? Can you use it? Yeah, can you yeah. work with that? Yeah. Okay. They're talking She's about. She's amazing it. in the kitchen. Is she really? Oh my god. Just give me five of your best recipes. She's amazing in the kitchen. She can make coffee. She in the kitchen. Wow. She can make tea or coffee. Ah. But we, you know, we, we're in town now, so she's not cooking. <laughs> All right, folks, this is already better than I thought it would be. <laughs> I was a little worried. I don't know why I was worried, because I'm always, because I care, sir. I'm sure hot snakes care, and they're like, fuck, is this crowd going to be good? I mean, I mean, the one dude who's always here is here tonight. <laughs> oh, the guy, yeah, the one guy, the one t-shirt we saw? Yeah, he's here. <laughs> All right, folks. I guess we should start, right? Yeah. A couple of uh, couple of good guests, and uh, I might I might take questions from the audience. I don't know. I've never done that, but get them ready, and then I probably won't do it. <laughs> Please welcome my first guest from Kids in the Hall, Dave Foley, everyone. Does anyone have any questions for Dave? <laughs> I'm or joking. Just yelp, just yelp at me. That's all I <laughs> Yelp? Oh, you mean like not, you're not talking about yelp.com, are you? <laughs> you're talking about actual yelping. Yeah, we don't want yelping. Huh? We only want websites. <laughs> now, Scott Thompson was going to be here, right? He, he was going to be here, but uh, he, uh, he developed a sudden urge to vomit loudly. Uh, right after our set, we just did we did Cobbs tonight, and then as soon as he got off stage, he started uh, uh, vomiting at the really just an ostentatious way. Really? Yeah, just a show. Just give me, show me what you're talking about. It was like this kind of like comedy, but so like, like those... the kind of like the kind of like when you, in a bad movie they'd have off camera vomit sounds. Right, right. He was vomiting like that. Like he was overacting a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, he was vomiting. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was about to make this reference. He was vomiting like like a Fibber McGee's closet vomited. Oh That's a reference that only people seventy and over will get. 
Okay, well, I've, now that you yeah, told no. me the age cutoff, I feel like, <laughs> like I did not think get But it went through my head, so I said it anyway. I don't care. Did, I'm, I'm not just here for you. <laughs> How good would it be if he was on the show and he just puked right at the table? <laughs> it would have been amazing. Now I just want to hear this puke. It was amazing puke sound. Austin, I love that ostentatious puke. Yeah. He was showboating and puking. <laughs> it's kind of hot dogging it with the throwing up. <laughs> It's like, it was like the yacht of throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> that was deep. Yeah. So you guys did your show. But he was able to get through your show tonight. He got through the show, yes. He was very funny. It was a, yeah, it was a very, uh, it was a fun, I don't know if anyone was there, but, uh, you yeah, well, there. It was the most, it was the biggest technical mess, I think, of, of my 30 years in show business. Uh, thank, thank you. It was, yeah, thank you very much. It was beautiful, apparently. Uh, it's a beautiful mess. Yeah, it was. We, yeah, there was. We had six microphones, and none of them worked consistently. It was very. The odds were really against it. Uh, I need to let her know that I'm actually hosting this. Okay. <laughs> Who is it anyway? Running <laughs> back and forth. Yeah. Well, now your apology is part of the problem. Uh... <laughs> it's a little bit. It's gonna be a little bloodbath tonight, huh? <laughs> Scott. Yeah, I, I mean, if I were Scott and I was feeling sick, I, I had two shows. The one I would not show up for would be the podcast. <laughs> like, well, yeah, he, we can. Well, well, it's just. I gotta a say, he was he was doing the whole thing. No, I gotta go. Really? I can't let Todd down. I can't let Todd down. <laughs> we should just tweet at him. The show must go on, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you ever heard that one, Scott? <laughs> uh, Kevin and I made him go to the hotel and go to bed. Yeah, no, he should. Because really, I said he really—he looked like a lump of beef tallow. He looked horrible. <laughs> it's true. He looked good on stage. Is he going to go to the doctor? He, I no, probably not. He's—he'll uh, wait. Till, he's going to go back to Canada. Then he'll go to a doctor. He's not going to go to a doctor. Well, yeah, I know about your health care in Canada. How about you? Uh, wow, that's that's is, um wow. Well, I, we wish you well, Scott. <laughs> I don't really. Uh, <laughs> so you did your show, and it was a funny title, Three Out of Five Ain't Bad. Yes. That's the perfect way to handle that, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's like, only three of us are showing up. Hey, not yeah. bad. And tonight, at my podcast, it's one out of three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't bad. <laughs> Did the other guys, uh, did they not want to come here? What? Uh, they, I don't think we ever asked them. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I think it was just, uh, uh, it was going to be, I think at first it was just going to be Kevin and Scott. Mm. And then I, then they asked me if I was, if I could come. And I, and I turned out I had the week off from my day job. So I, I came. Yeah. Did you, so there was no like, so you guys never had an agreement. We, either we all go or we don't go. No, no. Like a, like a young indie band or something? No. Our, our, group, our agreement is basically, if, if you start to limp, we'll eat you. And that's like any weakness and you'll be destroyed. Nice. Yeah. So you guys just got off a, a, a tour though, right? An actual uh, we tour? Yeah, we were touring last uh, spring and summer. Yeah, we did like, went out for about uh, 60 days. 60, that's 60, I think we did 30 cities in 60 days. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah that's not bad for old men. That's, that's post-punk, man. Yeah. That's a serious punk. Yeah. Now, how do you guys, do you guys travel, do you have a tour bus? On this tour, we didn't. We were just mostly just traveling by train and plane. and you know, Train? And, uh, yeah, train. We did, yeah, at least Kevin and Scott and I did a lot of train. Wow, right. where did you, where did like, you, like, what was the longest like, train? The, the longest ride was from uh, Toronto to New York. 
which was about, that's about yeah, it's like thirteen hours. Really? Yeah. Why you did that just for the? Just we wanted to take the train and hang out together, and it was me, Kevin, and Scott, and we wanted to see how many uh, of the uh, what are those called? What's it called? The, the train company. Amtrak. Amtrak. How many Amtrak cheeseburgers we could eat in a 13-hour period? Speaking of food poisoning, <laughs> how many did you get down? I had four. I had four over the 13 hours. They're really good. I would have traveled by Amtrak just for the cheeseburgers. I've never considered. When, I, when, when I've wobbled my way to the back cafe car, I've never once gone, hey, they have a cheeseburger. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. uh, crackers? Yeah. And shitty coffee. Nah, no, when the old lady with the tracheotomy scar says, have a cheeseburger. <laughs> we said, no, we'll have a cheeseburger. So did you, were you glad you did it that way? You glad uh, you did 13 hours on it? Yeah, it was fun. Actually, we had a really nice time. It was, it was nice. It's, and it's always nice to be away from the other two guys. Uh, I, I was going to ask you about yeah. that. Yeah, Mark, Mark and Bruce are no fun. They're just, <laughs> are they all business? They're no fun, yeah. yeah. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin and Scott are the fun ones to hang out with. Wow, so the three of you were on the train. Yes, the three of us were on the train. And how did the, the other guys uh, flew? They flew, yeah. <laughs> I guess that was an obvious. No, they walked. They, yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, you're taking 13 hours, we're going to take 113 hours. <laughs> we're walking. Yeah. So mainly trains and planes. Have you ever yeah. done the tour bus thing? We have. We, the, last, the last tour we did, we did... Uh, we had like two two tour buses and an eight, an eighteen wheeler. That was Holy a, shit! And this tour, we tried to trim it down to where it's. We basically now travel with four suitcases. Four the whole tour. That's a funny. Uh, so we stripped it right. That down. is scaling it down. For yeah, me, huh? yeah. And so, this is also the first time I've ever been on the road with the kids in the hall, uh, where I wasn't drunk for the whole time. Oh really? Yeah. And uh, thank you. Yeah, let's hear. It. <laughs> yeah, Are you officially I, sober? Is that what you're saying? I quit. I quit drinking. Yeah. Like I was just, like I quit. I just about a year ago on December twenty fourth, I quit drinking. Nice. And thank you. But one of the things I learned uh, by going on the on the road with the guys sober is I had no idea how fucking boring they were. <laughs> I used to have a great time on tour, and I thought, oh, we must all be having a great time, and then going sober, oh, fuck, you guys don't do anything. I'm glad I got you here alone now. Yeah. <laughs> Serving it up. They were awful. So, I can't tell if you're joking, but I hope. No, it's true. I, mean, I kind of hope you're not joking. No, it's true, because I would always be, you know, go do the show, you know, drink all the way through the show, after the show, go out to a bar, go to another bar, usually, uh -huh. you know, go out, get laid, and, and then make it to the tour bus in time for leaving town. And that was, and I thought everyone was doing that. Well, we are, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they were, they were just, uh, they would, I would overhear a conversation, they go, well, you know what, when we get to Philly, I think I'm going to have a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, I think so, by Philly. Yeah, definitely Philly. Yeah. I'm going to have maybe two cocktails. So they would treat themselves to like a little like... They were like, it was like going out with maiden ants. It was like being on the road with your maiden ants. <laughs> like, Ooh, I had a mimosa. <laughs> Did you... Um, so that, that kind of answers my question. But do you guys hang out? Like you get into a town, you just like see you at the show? Or do you like, uh, hey, where are we going now? Are we going to go to the museum? Uh, it, it it varies, but yeah, we do we do still hang out together. We still That's like good. yeah, we still do like. I mean, I think when I'm, I have uh, uh, I think I laugh probably more when I'm hanging out with the other four kids. That's probably the time when I laugh more than any other time for the whole year. Oh man, you know, stay on the road then. I know it is there. It is a blessing that that I how funny I find those guys. 
Because they're horrible people. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is that the actual one that you truly hate the most? Um, oh, of course, myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> someone's laughing in the back. <laughs> this podcast already been recorded and being yeah. someone's listening to it. <laughs> we turn this around quick. <laughs> Listen to that. It's a hearty laugh. Yeah. We should do the show back there with her. <laughs> so are you guys, uh, now do you, are you foodies? Do you guys Yelp? Do you Yelp.com? Yeah. Uh, do you go, we gotta Martin, find the... Martin McKinney's, uh, Martin McKinney's a foodie. He's, uh, he's really into very expensive foods and wines. And because his father was, uh, was a diplomat. Uh-huh. So he was the posh one in the group. <laughs> the rest of us, our fathers were just drunks um, but uh, his yeah he so he came he sort of had the cultured life does he have diplomatic immunity uh, no uh, no he has no form of immunity I think <laughs> no it'd just be ha- it'd be handy if you were late for the next tour stop and you just we can do 100 miles now with my dad <laughs> my dad's a diplomat Canada yeah, yeah well we're in Ohio right now <laughs> What, um, so you don't hang it, so you hang out off stage. So, like, what will you do? You get into town, what will you do? Let's say you go to Philly and you get there at noon. Um, Is this too specific a question? No, I don't know. I mean, we used to, like, uh, like, I mean, I mean, we're old now, but we used to be like, we'd find out whatever, like, the alternative rock bar was in town and we'd oh, yeah? hang out there because we'd gotten, hmm? we go see, yeah, we'd go see the Snakes, whatever. <laughs> Any band named Snake something, we'd go see. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'd usually try to find out what what sort of the the cool alternative rock places were because we were you know still think of ourselves as punks. I'm punk, man. Yeah, <laughs> we got our first walkout. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way you need to walk out, mm-hmm. man, unless he's reloading on beer or something. Yeah, he's like, this is a man. I went through two first five minutes. <laughs> I went through through just during Todd's crazy intro warm up. <laughs> now are you guys hotel snobs? I'm a hotel snob. Uh, I'm not a hotel snob, but I always think about the hotel. I'm I'm not really. I always, you know, uh, I'm I can be comfortable in in kind of a shitty place. Really? Yeah, I can be pretty, you know, uh, comfortable. Mark again. Mark would always. Mark Mark would always. He's changed. He changes his room in every hotel we ever stayed in. Like, he changes his room before he sees his room. He just immediately goes, I need a different room, and changes it, then goes up and calls down, and I need to change my room again. And he's, and he's the only person I've ever seen send wine back. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I've he heard does about it that. everywhere. Yeah, he sends wine back. He said, I saw him, I saw him send wine back on a plane. <laughs> That's crazy. He just... Uh, once we were having we were having dinner with Lorne Michaels in New York, and uh, we were it was big. Every once a year we'd go down and have dinner with Lorne, and he took us to uh, Dumberto's mm-hmm. in New York, which is really very classy, very expensive uh, uh, restaurant. And Mark's talking and, and going on and on, and while he's doing this, uh, the, the owner Dumberto, I believe, uh, <laughs> comes over and brings a special bottle of wine. He goes. Um, uh, Mr. Michaels, this is a bottle of wine I selected specially for you, <laughs> and I hope you'll have this. And Mark wasn't paying attention. Mark just saw that a bottle of wine came to the table, and he went, um, I'll taste that. 
<laughs> and so they pulled it up and, and they poured it and gave it to Mark. And Mark said, mmm, mmm, bit too citrusy. Send it back. <laughs> So he kind of, he does it for sport almost. Like. I'm not sure, he just, that's, I, I think that was just his upbringing that it's, it's classy to send things back. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that classy guy, he keeps sending things back. That's cla now don't you pay for the bottle of wine if you send it back? Um, that's nope. what I always heard. No, I don't think so. But that was a gift from the, oh, yeah. uh, from the owner of the restaurant. <laughs> Sending back a gift is yeah. fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Not yeah. going to work. And Lord, <laughs> Lord, just all the color went out of Lauren's face. <laughs> oh, 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 dear. This is a gift. Yeah, what is he? Is he... Like, he's an intimidating guy, Lauren Michaels, isn't he? Lauren, he is, but I, 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 he's also a really nice guy. I actually find him, like, uh, you know, and I, I mean, I'm partial to him because uh, I would not be in show business if it weren't for Lauren. Right. Uh, and he is also the guy who decided not to split the kids in the hall up years ago because he, he was scouting us for Saturday Night Live and he could have easily split us up and he chose to give us our own show instead. So, yeah, I give Lauren a round. Yeah. Yeah. Because we'd have, we'd have ditched each other in a second. <laughs> I had never heard that. That is a, that is a bold... I mean, not a bold move, but it's a smart yeah. move. Well, he came up, saw us do a show in Toronto, and, and we were assholes. We, um, we did think... Like, we did, we did, like, a whole a show of all new material, and then we made him sit through an improv set. <laughs> and then he, he took a couple... And after the show, he took a couple of days to think about who he was going to bring down to, to New York for Saturday Night Live. And then after a couple of days, we got the call that Lauren uh, didn't want to bring any of us to Saturday Night Live. He wanted to uh, develop a show for us instead. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Sounds like a decision I would have made. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a maverick. <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. Well, that's the... Um, I forgot what I was going to ask you. Did you, what was the show tonight? Was it all sketch or was it stand-up? Tonight or? was a mix of sketch and stand-up. So each of us, Kevin, Scott, and I, we each did like about 15 minutes of stand-up. And then we did a bunch of sketches as best we could remember them. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and as you remember, I screwed up. I, I, uh, I accidentally started a sketch from the middle of the show at the very beginning of the show. So we had to double back. Uh, How do you double back on that? Uh, you just admit I fucked up and apologize. That is a good thing about comedy because you can just make a mistake. You know, fuck that. Oh, that's funny too. Yeah. <laughs> you admit it. That's fucking funny too. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that when you're in air traffic control. <laughs> Someone's must have made that joke at some point. In the There's no way I'm the first person to come up with that. So if you're the comic who said that first, I apologize. <laughs> But maybe I'm the guy who came up with it. Because it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what was I going to ask you now? I'm the worst host, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not the best guest, so it's a great combo. Holy shit, now things are truly tense. <laughs> no, they're not. I'm just fucking around. No. Now, you did the crowd work show last night that I did. Mm -hmm. And you were sort of a... You were you kind of... Tagged along with Kevin. I was well. Not so much tagged along as got dragged into it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because Kevin uh, got to the show. He was booked to do the show, and <gasps> I was in my hotel room watching TV, and um, and I get a text from Kevin saying, "Oh my God, it's a show of nothing but crowd work," <laughs> and apparently he was 
typing this to me as you were telling him that it was nothing but crowdware. <laughs> but you were not finished telling him before he texted me. I was like, fuck, get the fuck down here. <laughs> so I like jumped out of my bed and grabbed an Uber and came over to do the show with him. Because neither one of us does crowd work. Right. Neither one of us had ever done crowd work, really, at all. But I, I, I was, see, I was surprised he was so worried because I was like, well, you, you do improv. Well, you just have a conversation with someone and you're... Well, we don't do a lot of improv anymore. I know. <laughs> but you have improv chops. Yeah. But it's, but, but it's so different from crowd work. Like what you do, the way you manage to like, pull like, 10, 15 minutes out of, out of that guy's... basically these people who have nothing to offer. <laughs> Hey, no comment. <laughs> no, but it's amazing. I mean, it's, so we were uh, both horribly intimidated by that. But you guys did great, and you also did something that was really funny. Because when I saw that both of you were going to go on, and, you, and it was a lot of people on the show, and you guys had like a 10-minute slot, and I was like, there's no way they're just going to do 10 minutes. It's just two of them. It's not going to. It'll be over. <laughs> And you guys both went out there and you set your alarms? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We set our timers on our phones so we could know to the second when we could get off stage. I, I was so excited. I was like, ooh. <laughs> this is going to be all right then. <laughs> but you guys, you, you handled well. You, like, you were out in the crowd. You were like really... We had fun. We actually wound up having a really fun time. Didn't you? Were people here at that show too? The, the crowd show? Okay. At a couple of these same so two of, people. Yes. <laughs> of, of the three you show, which is the best so far? This, the crowd work, or how? Uh, oh, Jesus. All different. <laughs> That's the voice of reason right there. Oh, they got, uh, yeah. They're all different. I mean, they're apples oh, and oranges. Yeah. <laughs> I won't pick a favorite child. <laughs> Except by my actions. <laughs> like any good parent. No, I wish I would have given this guy the coffee. <laughs> Should I take a question from the crowd? Yeah. yeah. I never have done this before. No? Okay. But we'll try it. It's a fucking heat at the no. moment decision. All right. All right. <laughs> I still haven't done it. No. I'm still on record as never have taken a question from the crowd. All right. I thought someone would have a crowd question. I got a question. I, yeah, there you go. go. You were just in Japan, right? Oh, oh you got a question for me. Yeah. Or, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, I was just in Japan. Have you been to Japan before two days? Uh, no, I've never been to Japan. Well, I want Todd to tell me what his favorite thing he ate in Japan was. Uh, grilled chicken. <laughs> Some soba. Okay. Yeah. See, this Q&A thing is genius. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, a lot of people here probably won't get this, but so is Spun Out dead? Or? A spun Out, uh, <laughs> yeah, Spun Out was a, a sitcom I was doing in Canada, uh, which already sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a sitcom, we were uh, doing it, and uh, it wasn't a great show, but then one of the cast members got arrested for voyeurism. Uh, <laughs> And uh, in Canada, that doesn't go over so well. Maybe down here that'll fly, but up there they, they pulled the plug on the show right away. And, what exactly uh, was he? I think I read about that. Uh, he was, he was uh, uh, accused of having uh, uh, cameras hooked up to the internet in an apartment he was renting to two young women. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. Voyeurism by itself didn't sound too bad, but when you, <laughs> yeah. when you spelled it out, it's like, oh, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> when, you, when your only defense is, I wasn't jerking off to it. Is that what he said? Basically. 
that it was there to protect property. It's like, you would have known. I mean, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. Wow, that that's a funny defense. So that's yeah. So we got yeah we got yanked and then, which uh, is he in jail? No, no. They actually they actually eventually all the charges were dropped against him. Uh, so then you're like, hey, TV show back in there. Yeah. <laughs> drop. But Why did they drop the charges? Do you I don't know. I stopped following the story once I was free. Because uh, <laughs> then, because then it was like, oh wait a minute, I can do an American show now. Uh, which I don't know if you know this, America is uh, better. <laughs> uh, Why do you say that? It just is. It's just uh, for for if you're sick, go to Canada. But if you want to be in show business, be in America. You guys are good at show business. Canadians aren't good at show business. It's it's Canadians feel it's undignified to be famous. Well, my next guest, yeah. Neil Young, might disagree with that. <laughs> Who lives in Los Angeles? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I should have realized. I should have who should. What's tragically hip? My next guest is tragically hip. <laughs> yeah, they're still in Canada. Arcade Fire, who are my next guests as well. Yeah. Uh, this guy's like, oh shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, hang tight, wait for Nico him. Case. Nico Case. She is from Canada, right? She is from Canada. Yeah, I once wrestled Nico Case. Yeah. Uh, late at night in the uh, the drummer from uh, Sloan's house. I was gonna uh, make. Uh, yeah, it was uh, me and Nico. <laughs> At around 2, 3 in the morning, uh, she challenged me to a wrestling match, and we both drunkenly wrestled for about half an hour. Did that lead to anything? Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, I hurt my shoulder. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I meant when but, I said that lead to But I don't think any, not many people, I don't think anyone else here has wrestled with the uh, alt-rock uh, hero that is Nico Case. She's been on this podcast. Has she? She's a wonderful woman. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. I would have Had I known, I would have wrestled. She's very upper, a lot of upper body strength. I'm just going to tell you. Filthy of, mouth, too. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll take you down. She really says the word cunty really nicely. Yeah. That's why I think we... See, Americans aren't good with cunt. Well, she says cunty, which is a cunty, softer yeah. version of cunt. Yeah. It's yes. the one you can say on it's TV. It's the affectionate term. <laughs> yes. You can say it in church. Uh, <laughs> you can say it to a kid Jesus in church. Jesus, cunty Christ, you say at church. Uh, like he didn't say cunt. He said cunty. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you doing some stand-up dates? Uh, I'm not. I haven't. I actually, uh, once I got this TV show, I've, I. Uh, oh, you have a new TV show? Yeah, yeah. So now I, uh, I'm doing that because uh, uh, it pays better. Uh, <laughs> and you don't have to sit in a hotel for nine hours a day? Yeah, yeah. Ah, welcome to my world. <laughs> but yeah, no, I haven't. I actually did stand up. Well, I started doing stand up because I, I started doing stand up when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like 17, I started doing stand up. And then I met Kevin McDonald when I was uh, 19 and quit doing stand-up. And then, I, so I took about 30 years off. And then when I was really broken, having, having to deal with some uh, matrimonial issues in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, I took up stand-up again as a way to try and uh, add, to, add my income. And, uh, and we actually really enjoyed it for about three years. So... Did, you, did it pay off the bills? No, not at all. No, no. But it showed an effort. That's what I think was important. It showed I was making an effort. You know? <laughs> My client spent a week at the Funny Bone in Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. and, and I got to go out, you know, uh, six shows uh, every weekend and call my first wife a cunt. 
Uh, <laughs> so that was, it was cathartic. Did, you, did that, now is that type of thing, that, does that hurt you like in, in court? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> well, if you don't care, I don't care. It was, uh, no, but it was, but now I don't do that anymore. <laughs> what is Doc? I, I feel bad because I didn't, I was looking you up. I mean, I didn't need to look you up, but I was looking for some last minute tidbits. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? Actually? I this guy. <laughs> but I didn't even know he had a new TV show. I know, yeah. I have a, a show called Dr. Ken. Uh, oh, I'll wait for it. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, with, with uh, Ken Jeong. Okay. Uh, is, uh, he created the show and stars in it. It's, uh, and it's kind of about, sort of based on his life because he's an actual doctor. Is he really? Yeah, Ken's an actual licensed doctor. Holy a GP. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've never met any doctor who quits being a doctor. Yeah. Except for Ben Carson. (laughs) Got political there, man. We didn't come here to learn. (laughs) He's quit being a candidate, too, now, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he's... uh, Still technically in the race. I think he's out of steam. (laughs) And he was up to a full head of steam. He was a juggernaut. He kind of had my uh, energy level. <laughs> it was, he was kind of like you just as you're drifting into a nap. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, even t- a tired version of me. <laughs> and a pediatric neurosurgeon. <laughs> you're not, are you still a Canadian citizen? I am, yeah. yeah. So you can't vote in our fun election? I can't. I can't. I can't vote at all, uh, or do jury duty. So that's two uh, onerous tasks I can't partake of. But I no. I, but it's. I love American politics. So it's so much more fun than. Although we have a very sexy prime minister now in Canada. Yeah, I heard he just went to the Bahamas or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how. I'm I sure he's him. doing other stuff. No, I, it's the only thing he's done since he's yeah. been in office. <laughs> but he's very sexy. Is very, he? very sexy. Do man. chicks dig him? They do. He's gorgeous. He's beautiful. He's chiseled. Abs. <laughs> got abs. And, he's, and his father was my favorite politician of all time. Uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Right. With Prime Minister Canada. Thank you. Yes, Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Wow, I did not expect that kind of applause <laughs> for Pierre Trudeau in yeah. San Francisco. They love him here. You can't vote in Canada, though, can you? Or can you? I can't vote in Canada either now because I've been away too long. Oh, my yeah. God. You're in purgatory. I, I'm a man without a state. <laughs> Do you still own any property or, any, or a house? In, uh... <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't owned anything in a long time. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh. We should get her out here pretty soon. Uh, that's the kind of laughter you normally just hear in haunted houses. <laughs> you know? So you haven't had a house there in a long time? No, no, no. And you don't miss it? No, no. I like Toronto, though. I, like, well, I, grew, I grew up there, and, it's, I would, I, and I, it's, it's you know, my home, and I hope to never live there again. <laughs> I guess if I grew up there, I wouldn't love it. Yeah. That was deep. <laughs> Also, when you stay in a place a long time, you don't like it as much as if you just visit twice a year. I got it. <laughs> Let's take one more question. All right. Audience? <laughs> Do you guys want to confer with each other? <laughs> I mean, that guy asked about my vacation. I didn't really deliver a good eye. <laughs> That's all right. 
In the at first, I thought you were wearing overalls. I'm glad you're not. Just not that there's anything wrong. Well, there is. There's really every, well, actually everything is wrong with overalls. He's not wearing overalls, but he is wearing the shirt you would wear with overalls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These are all great things that for a podcast. Where, yeah. People trying to wonder what uh, kind of shirt he's wearing. With Ken John, yeah, uh, it's great. it's great. He's actually he's actually because uh, his uh, his persona as a comedian is like kind of uh, very brash and uh, aggressive, but he's like a, the sweetest, nicest guy in the world. Like, very, yeah, it's like he's almost Canadian in the number of times <laughs> he apologizes and he's always taking care of everybody, you know. And if you get and if you start to feel sick at all, he, he immediately turns into a doctor <laughs> and just starts diagnosing. That, wow, I, yeah. I didn't know he was a doctor. Yeah, yeah. He follows me on Twitter. All these years I've been going to doctors, I could have just <laughs> direct messaged him some questions. Yeah, yeah, Ken, no, Ken's a great guy. I wish I had something funny to say about him. <laughs> that's, that's my job to keep this show funny. All right. And I'm blowing it. <laughs> what, sir? So, like, lots of shows are making a comeback on streaming. Can news radio, like, is that going to be a popular 90s show on streaming? I don't know. Uh, it's probably not. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, I would love, I mean, I would, I love that, that group of people, so I would love to do something with them. Uh, pretty sure Phil wouldn't make it. Uh, well, come on, he's, he's Fucking dead. <laughs> Don't give him a break. <laughs> Shit's getting dark here. <laughs> but uh, no, I would love to. I actually was just uh, saw Steve Root and Maura Tierney had uh, had dinner with them in uh, New York just a few days ago. Wow. So yeah. See, I gotta know where you ate. Uh, Russian Tea Room. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I went to the Russian. <laughs> This is 1973. I went to the Russian Tea Room uh, after uh, skating. And, no, actually, we went to we went to uh, Louis Louis Armstrong's house in Queens. Did you really? Yeah, we went out and toured Louis Armstrong's house in Queens. Was he home? Uh, <laughs> and uh, which is a great tour. If you ever really? Heard. It's really actually really a great tour. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, and then we went to the Russian Tea Room, and it was on my birthday. That was how I spent my birthday. Happy birthday, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> That's, that was awful. That was like... That, was, I, that I, applause was like what I got when I walked out. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was like applause from people who knew one of their hands was filthy, but they couldn't remember which. <laughs> that was a 10.30 show when they've seen four other shows tonight. <laughs> and they're fucking applauding out. Well, Dave... Um, Maybe do I, we should what? Do, oh no! Do I stay when when Maggie comes out? Or yeah, do you mind? No, that's good. We'll mix it up. Oh, shut up! <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> Podcast tapings always get a handful of people I wish weren't here. <laughs> this is every one of them. It tracks like fucking weirdos and social. San Francisco, hey man. Yeah, it's like San Francisco, man. <laughs> I like this town when it was gay. <laughs> you guys have wrecked it. All these straight people. Where is it here? What? Yeah. What? Two. <laughs> Used to run this town. Okay. Aggie. 
Oh, let's bring her out. <laughs> I got all caught up in crowd control. <laughs> I got into fucking bouncer mode for a second. <laughs> Please welcome my next guest, the great comic from Austin, Texas, Maggie May, everyone. Maggie, you have a crazed, somewhat annoying fan here. This is my mom. Is it your mom? No. Oh, God, I would have felt terrible. My mom wouldn't even do that. I would have. I was, <laughs> I was, I was all ready to backpedal. Oh, she's not bothering me, right? <laughs> Look at that. Let's get you a fresh water. How's it going, Maggie? It's good. It's really good. How are you? This is going to be a pleasant conversation. <laughs> I'm great. That laugh of yours is, I noticed that last night, because I haven't spent a lot of time around you, and I've never heard you howl before, but your laugh is like, it's so not a jaded comics laugh. <laughs> Do you remember at Moon Tower when I was behind the stage and you were doing your set, and I was just cackling because, you know, I laugh like I don't have sense. I don't try to censor myself, but, like, you stopped what you were saying, and you were like, Maggie, is that you? <laughs> and I was like, yes. And you were like, it's freaking me out. <laughs> I was on stage and you were backstage? Just cackling. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Wow. It's not good when you can identify the person laughing. <laughs> People always can. Like, but yours is like crazy. I mean, you, yeah. yours is a like I'll covers. be in a theater. I was seeing uh, Sarah Silverman in Austin in a big theater, the Paramount. And she said something and I just lost it and started like, guffawing and I got like two text messages like I didn't know you were here Maggie <laughs> <laughs> is, it your, is it your real laugh or is it your way that's like, my real uh, laugh is it trying to trying to create a little thing no um, that was a shitty question I <laughs> <laughs> uh, with my laughter I'd like to get as much attention as possible there you I really go I want people to be like I don't want to go see a movie with that one <laughs> no <laughs> Are there people who won't go to... Do you go to movies by yourself? I don't go to a lot of movies. I, um... What, do you have Netflix or something? I, I don't like being in the movie theater. I don't like that experience for a couple reasons. One, I've got misophonia real bad. Is that the sound sensitivity thing? Mm -hmm. I have that too. So does Sarah Tell Silverman. Yeah, what, okay. is it? what is it? It's when you can't listen to chewing sounds. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. You lose your... Oh, I have like that. Like chewing, um, ticking clocks. Oh, I can deal with clocks. I'd rather not. But if you're eating a clock, I'll have a problem. <laughs> oh gosh, the, like that's my that's my hell is someone just like smacking and popping their gum, oh. and just in a movie theater you can't. It's dark and you don't know who to glare at. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's always the anxiety when you see when you're in the movie theater and you see someone walking in with that bucket. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. Keep walking. At least six rows ahead of me. No, 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 no. It's worse when it's behind you, right? Oh, man. I don't know why, but when it's behind me, it's just like. I was at, I was once eating with Sarah, actually, and we moved because the people next to us were. That's something I would do. We, actually got we need a new day. <laughs> I was on the elevator today with a girl who was popping her gum. Oh, the gum pop. And the elevator takes like forever at this hotel. And I was just like, God, I don't know anybody who will contribute to my Kickstarter for bail. I really had better just calm down and wait till I get to my floor. I made it though. 
can you use Kickstarter for Bill? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> now, what's this this called again? Misophonia. Misophonia. Kelly Ripa has it. It's Kel- oh, it's well, real. then it's real. Yeah. <laughs> I was... I thought it was bullshit to you to play the Kelly Ripa card. <laughs> oh, but she would not lie. No. Not like not like you people. She has a beautiful smile. Oh she my is. god. Yeah. But you should see her eat saltwater taffy. Has she um has she talked about that on that show of hers? I don't know what the show's called. Um Kelly Ripa show. Yeah, something like that. She, somebody in Kelly. Right. Is it Mike Strahan? Kelly and Mike. This guy's Kelly got all the answers for everything. <laughs> Same guy's giving us all the fucking. Yeah. You're the go-to man. This guy's awesome. Nickname's Google. Right. Got all the answers. Dot com. Okay. Audience is real proud of that email, that nickname. Audience is real happy with what they just did. That little smile you did when I was like, Google, you were like, yeah. <laughs> Everything. Now, Maggie, let's talk about a great thing I did for you recently. <laughs> Not counting this. This is a prestige. Look at this fucking killer panel, man. Someone take high a profile. picture, tag me in Twitter. What's that? Someone take a picture and tag me in Twitter. My cough drop fell out. Yeah. What the fuck are you walking on with cough drop? What, you're not gonna. I didn't notice you eating it though, so that's good. Yeah. I, I try not to make noise with that. Now I did something recently. I um, that was really nice of me to do. Let me tell these people. I'm in several uh, entertainment unions. One of them being the Writers Guild. And at some point years ago, they gave me a subscription. They said you get a free subscription to Daily Variety. Which sounds like, y'all, fuck, I'm in show business. <laughs> and then you realize, oh, that I know why they call this magazine Daily Variety. Because <laughs> it's fucking big and it's come every fucking day. <laughs> so then you resent it because I'm a hoarder and I can't throw things out. <laughs> so then I, like, I, have this, I look like Mr. Showbiz. Like, God, why are there 900 copies of Daily Variety in a shady living room? <laughs> anyway, I was flipping through one and I saw a picture of you on Conan. And I direct messaged you. And I said, hey, not sure if you know this. You're in Daily Variety. <laughs> and you didn't know, did you? I didn't know. That was, that was very exciting for me. It was a big picture, too. Yeah. Yeah, I went and ordered it and gave it to my mom. Before you ordered it, though, before you applaud, you need to applaud for me one more time. <laughs> no, for the thing I'm about to say, not for what I've said so far. They, uh, I actually took a picture of it and, and direct messaged you the picture. Remember that? Yeah. That was exciting. Oh, man, that was the real, that was the real payoff. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told you to order it because there was no way I was going to find a post office if I could spend $8 mailing you a fucking magazine. <laughs> I did my job more than anyone else would have done. <laughs> That's the great thing I did for Maggie Mae. <laughs> actually, I had a friend who also has a subscription to Variety. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if she works at like a doctor's office or something. She has it for some reason. <laughs> but, um, it's a weird doctor's office. <laughs> she's like, I was going to throw it away and flip through it, and I saw you in it. Now you have two copies of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, she hasn't given it to me yet, but I will have. Two. You didn't get one for yourself? Uh, well, she said she was going to give me hers, and so... I'm waiting on it, but I trust her that she'll give it to me. I'm going to find mine, because I know I haven't thrown it out. (laughs) And I'm going to have it laminated Ah. and mounted. 
and stuffed. <laughs> and then just keep it at your house? And then I'm just going to put it, it's going to be the only thing on my wall. <laughs> I'm going to have to sell my art collection. <laughs> Pretend I have an art collection. <laughs> so do you live in Austin still? I do. Anyway, right. <laughs> a lot of I see people like that would make me want to move. <laughs> <laughs> no, they moved here. <laughs> Where? Um, how long have you been there? Were you born there? No, I. I'm a native Texan, but I wasn't born in Texas. I've been in Austin for about 11 years. Where were you, you were born in? Uh, Midwest. Midwest. Yeah. You don't I, want to tell I, me where. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. What city? Iowa City. I've done shows in Iowa City. It's great. I was born there. All right. <laughs> I didn't live there long, so I can't really like claim it, you know. Well, I, I just... I've done two shows there, and I claim it. <laughs> I'm Mr. Iowa City. It's my I, I wrap my entire identity around me. It's actually three shows I've done in Iowa City. It's, it's a big part of me. Iowa City. Did huh? So how did you get Conan? At uh, Bridgetown. Bridgetown, holy shit. Yeah, JP uh, saw one of my sets and had taped it and, you know, ball rolled from there. Did you have to tweak it or anything? Yeah. Did he make you tweak it? Yeah, I did like an eight-minute set and, oh. you know, he gave me tips and was like, well, maybe try this one and, you know, send me a five-minute set that has these that I think would work well. And that's what you did. Yeah. You didn't look. Yeah, you were good. You didn't look nervous or anything. Uh, not on the outside. Hey, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like I look super cool right now, but I'm fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> Massive stage fright right now. Yeah, I tend to look less nervous. I guess I don't really show it. I'm not a shower. No? No. Except when you laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I can't it, hide. You let it, that shit rip. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like those people in the back just did. I used to get in trouble for laughing all the time. Like, if I would laugh during church, my mom would get really mad. And, like, laughing during class and stuff. Yeah. I went to one of those cool churches where, like, my pastor would play... Um, like, he's played Steve Harvey clips before. And you're not allowed to laugh then? <laughs> I laughed really hard. I'm playing a comedian. <laughs> I'm going to play a comedian. No laughter, though. This is church. Yeah. Like, he played, like, Martin Lawrence, like a Martin. clip of a, a Martin Lawrence movie. I burst out laughing. You know, people out here trying to act like, oh, I don't know him. I can't laugh at it. It's not. It's like, no. What was the context of showing a clip from a Martin Lawrence movie at church? I think from that one Blue Steel or whatever. That was most, so his was most religious little... movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just something silly, like he was dancing or whatever, and so uh, I don't know, we were gonna have a barbecue plate sale or something, and so just to supplement that, put that little bit at the end. I think you're allowed to laugh. I did. I I laughed at my sister's church recently. She took me to church at uh, I think Thanksgiving, and her pastor said something hilarious, and I busted out laughing. It was a Baptist church too, so no one else was laughing. But he was super fun. He said something really funny. What did he say? Um, 
I don't remember, but he was also wearing a bow tie and was bald, so that, like, oh, man. <laughs> you know, drilled at home. <laughs> I gotta get me a bow tie. <laughs> you bow would t- look good with a bow tie. You think so? Yeah. I think I would look, I, I, I don't think anyone doesn't look like a jackass with a bow tie. <laughs> I like bow ties on guys. Do you really? Yeah. Do it's kind of fancy. It's fancy? Yeah. But I like guys that dress, like, a little bit weird. Do you? Yeah. Look at this fucking weird shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> it's like sort of a tannish color. A regular, <laughs> regular hipster. It's fucking weird, right? Are you, are you distracted by how weird I'm dressed? A little bit. <laughs> so, I'm just so, like, so young and weird and modern. What's that? I already You're forgot old. what I asked you. Oh, my, my, my aesthetic. Look great. You look great. Did you go to college? I did. Where'd you go? Houston Baptist University. Really? Yeah. HBU. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea at the time. Why, why was that? Um, I wanted to, they had like a good double majoring program and it was a couple of things that I wanted to take. So. What, were the double ma- what were the two majors? I double majored in marketing and mass media television production. Okay. At a Baptist school? Yeah. I, like, looking back at my decision to go there, I, I don't know why. I went like, there. I'm just curious why you went there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Abby if I went there. And you're like, oh, this no, just I, kind of revealed it at the end. I went there, too. Did you live in the uh, hall? <laughs> you know, back when I went to HBU and I wrote... Um, I think I quoted you in a couple of papers that I wrote. It happens at all Baptist schools. <laughs> it, it, like, one of Did your you jokes, really? Yeah, like uh, one of your jokes kind of had something to do with what I was writing about, so I was just like... Was it my jerking off at the bank machine joke? <laughs> which, do you remember which joke it was? Yeah. Not? Yeah, it was for a... I was taking a music business class. You know what? This might have been at UT. But I was taking a music business class, and um, I think we were talking about uh, the difference between, you know, being a musician that, you know, takes a lot of school and is, like, in a symphony Uh. or versus someone who's just in a garage band beating your drums, you know, not wearing a shirt type of... um, (laughs) Thing. And so I was like, well, you know, Todd Berry says that, um, is that one joke that you have about... Oh, the band playing with the orchestra? Right, oh, like the orchestra all has, you know... <laughs> I'm not going to tell it now. It's... <laughs> it's a good one. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> These people who think they can tell it, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes me want to tell it. <laughs> That's why I got into comedy, to have people telling me what to do. <laughs> Man, do you not get it? <laughs> Unbelievable. So you went to, so you quoted my joke. That's nice. Yeah. And it t- I felt like it really tied it together. Wow. So you kind of basically owe me oh, even more. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I owe my entire career to Todd Berry. Oh, let, I know it's my podcast. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Did, so you went to UT as well? Yeah, I went to like four colleges. Oh. Yeah, I went to one college, uh, University of Texas Pan American, for a year, because my parents said that if I went to college close to home, 
for a year that they would give me a car. And there was no other way they were going to get me a car because they don't trust me behind the wheel. So I was like, I'll do this. Uh, then I went to HBU and graduated early. Um, and then I went to A&M Kingsville after that. Because after I graduated, I didn't know what I was going to do. But I knew what I kind of wanted to do. And so I let my mom convince me to go to pharmacy school. Yeah. Really? She's like, you're so smart. Why aren't you a doctor? Why don't you go and like go to pharmacy school and then you can do your little auditions. Does she know you can't become a doctor at pharmacy school? <laughs> you're a doctor of pharmacy. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. My joke was still pretty funny. <laughs> I, I stand behind it. But I went there. I went to Adam Kingsville and I was like, well, you know, cause I, I went to Adam Kingsville cause like. A week after I graduated, like, I talked them into letting me go to their school, like, a week later. I didn't apply. I just called them and was like, can I come to school there next week? Because I'm like graduating and uh, I, just let me come to your school. Really? <laughs> yeah, they let me apply late. This is pharmacy school? No, this is uh, because mm. I didn't do any of my prerequisites. I didn't take, like, biology. The first time around, I took, like, geology and, like... None of the science courses needed for pharmacy school, mm -hmm. so I needed to go to A and M Kingsville to start taking those prerequisites, oh and then God. from there I transferred to UT because I figured I would get a better chance into getting into the UT school because that's the only way I was going to do it is if I was in Austin for it. Um, did not get in at Austin. Got in at uh, Lubbock, Texas, <laughs> and at that point I was like, <laughs> "We're done here. Like, let's quit <laughs> pretending I want to be a pharmacist." I loved Ted Leo and the pharmacist, but. Ooh, hip reference. We're not that going to this That is fucking school. hippest reference made so far. Tragically hip. <laughs> I, oh. I dropped out of high school. Did you really? Yeah. It's a lot shorter story. <laughs> I don't know many people who've dropped out of high school. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. I just dropped it. Well, actually, I didn't even drop out. I just uh, I went to alternative high school which is kind of a hippie high school. And uh, one day I got a call from uh, the woman who ran the school, said, uh, are you still enrolled here? And I went, yeah, yeah, I'm still enrolled. She said, well, you haven't been to any classes in six months. <laughs> I said, oh, then I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I dropped out of high school. And I started doing stand-up. Man, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So you sort of just, like, uh, oh, I guess I'm not in school anyway. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm not, I don't really, I guess I don't pay a lot of attention to time passing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Anyway. I love Canada. Ah, uh, it's all right. Yeah. My aunt it's, lives there. It's, well, that is, uh, that, your aunt's nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a great socialist it. democracy. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I do too. <laughs> Now, Maggie, I wanted I like to see how I could play that, how long that would play out. <laughs> I like Canada. That's nice. I don't like it. It's a very like Canadian it. conversation, very polite. Yeah. Have you toured a lot, Maggie? Some. Where have you been? Um, mainly, I started doing colleges last year. Mm -hmm. So, um, Pennsylvania and Maine, Florida. Um, University of Florida? I think so. It was in Tampa. No. That's USF. That's a, okay. not yeah. quite the same. 
Yeah, that was a quick one, like a last minute. Um, like my agent called me and was like, hey, can you be in Florida on Friday? And I just woken up, looked at my phone, was like, hold up, let me see. You mean tomorrow? <laughs> She's like, yeah, like tomorrow. I was like, sure, I'll do it. So you like a $4,000 plane ticket. Cause was... <laughs> well, I mean, it, it wasn't too bad, but... Um, yeah, just had to make sure I let all of my family and friends know that I still loved my life and I loved the cops and anything went down in Florida, it was not on my behalf because I I love behaving and I love uh, following the rules. <laughs> I was just tweeting stuff like that all day like, hey guys, I got a lot to live for. <laughs> Were you worried about being arrested on stage or something? You know, I wouldn't put it past him. I would not put it past anyone to like, I don't know. That was a real cool set. Come with us. <laughs> we heard what you said about some stuff. <laughs> Come to Florida jail. That would be cool if you killed so hard they had to arrest you. Just, uh, there must have been something illegal about that. That was fucking too good. Local comedian murders. Entire room. <laughs> Are you going to move to Los Angeles or anything? No, I think I'm going to... Um, I, I don't know. See, I feel like you were going to move to Los Angeles. That's why I asked that question. Probably eventually. I feel like I would... within the next two weeks you're going to move. <laughs> you know somebody who's looking for a roommate or something? A roommate? No. Like, are you trying to set me up to... No, I just feel like once you do Conan, like, are you, I mean, you can only do so much living in Austin, right? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It said no from the person who left Austin. <laughs> Please don't, don't get her riled up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're going to be spaced out of Austin. In an ideal world, I would just live a few months in different places. I don't know how logistically that would work, but that would be like the best case scenario for me. Like if I got an RV, okay. <laughs> like my real dream yeah, let's that I think would that. be the Ooh. best, good mm -hmm. dream, is if I were to get like an RV. So far, already a good dream. Right. <laughs> And then just me and my dog just like drive around the countryside and live places like I could show her America and then mm -hmm. we could like go to different places and just live there for like several weeks or months. Are you a loner or is there someone else in this scenario? Loner. What, what if your dog turns out to be ambitious? <laughs> <laughs> I hope she does. Oh. I really hope she does. She owes me from yeah. buying her two surgeries. <laughs> yeah. Your dog's like, I didn't fucking get those headshots taken. <laughs> to, to go travel in the world like an RV. Yeah, I could see my dog getting tired of that. Um, she, back when she was able to jump onto my bed, she's had a couple discs removed in her back, so she can't really jump anymore. But um, I, I have a habit of falling asleep on the floor because I'll just. 
it's comfortable and you're already laying down. See so that? I, I totally don't understand that. <laughs> I've heard other people say they like sleeping on the floor. It's... I fall asleep on the floor a couple of nights a week with my dog. Uh, yeah, because there are pillows on the floor that I have and she can't jump or she's not supposed to jump anymore. So she'll be laying on a pillow. I'll lay down next to her and then we're out. But back when she could jump, she would jump onto the bed and sleep on the bed. And then I would be asleep on the floor and then wake up and she would be looking on the edge of the bed like my animal was looking at me like I was an animal. She was so disappointed, like, wow, you're the one who can drive out of the two of us. That br- like that brings a level of shame that you didn't know was possible. It's like you just you look disappointed. Like my dog looks disappointed in me. I'm still thinking about the floor sleep. You know who sleeps on the floor? Paul Westerberg from The Replacement sleeps on the floor. Really? I read that somewhere. Well, he has a bad back. So. But does that... It's okay. I, that, that doesn't make sense to me. But I'm, I am sponsored by five different mattress companies. So that's, that's probably why I... I sort of have to subtly do anything that is anti-mattress. I do prefer sleeping on a mattress, but... But it's all the way up there. Yeah. <laughs> I just spent nine hours on the floor. I don't want to go all the way up there. You know, I ended up asleep in my bed. Uh, I flew out on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. So my flight was at 7.30. I chose that flight, too. I don't know how I thought I was going to be able to make a flight at 7.30. But at, like, 2 in the morning, I was like, wow, I'm not packed. I'm not ready. I could pack for a couple hours and then go to the airport or I could maybe sleep for an hour. So I was going back and forth about it, and then all of a sudden I just remember waking up in my bed with my dog. Like, I sat on the floor to think about what I was going to do and then woke up in my bed. Holy shit. Yeah. So you went to your bed at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I had no recollection of it. It's still No, I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. Pretty sure that's what happened. You were like, I should go to sleep, and I went, oh, there's my bed. That's specifically designed for what I need to do right now. (laughs) I don't remember deciding to go to bed either. I just remember thinking, like... Were you drunk? No. Now, last night, I saw you do something. You had, like, a... You were, like, double-fisted. Yeah, I had a uh, shot of tequila Mm -hmm. and a amaretto sour. Hmm... That, that sounds like a pretty vomity combination. <laughs> no, that's I'm, a good one. I'm good at drinking. Like, <laughs> I don't do it a lot, hey, but like, congrats. I can hold. <laughs> you what? I don't like. I don't drink regularly, but I can hold my drink. I feel like people who say I'm good at drinking are they do drink regularly. <laughs> no, I drink I once every eight I, months, uh, but I have a, sixteen beers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Maggie. Let that laugh make my point for it. <laughs> I think we have to wrap it up soon. Time has flown. I'm trying to think how. I'm not good at wrapping it up. See what I mean? <laughs> Any final words? That's a, that's. Is that a good way to wrap it up? <laughs> I didn't realize that was. I didn't realize that was part of the show. Like, <laughs> you just die when it's over. <laughs> that we have to like just be prepared to just. Slowly walking off this mortal coil. <laughs> <laughs>
That was if we, we did that, we all got her. People would forget about that. The mayor and uh, the president. Firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.